Hi guys, this is Moji, and welcome to the fifth episode of Booty Podcast. Today would be like a historical lessons. We are not sure if this actually true or not. So today we are discussing about lessons we can learn from Buddha's life. He was born about 2,500 years ago as a prince in a town called Saka, on the border between modern-day Nepal and India. The king or his father invited eight Brahmin in to give a future prediction. All said, if he ascends the throne, he is going to be the most powerful emperor of all time. But if he decides to join the priesthood, he is going to be enlightened. His father wanted him to be the emperor, so they kept him inside the palace. In Nepal back then, there were only three seasons: summer, raining season, and winter. The prince moved to different palace for each season for the best accommodation. Only people in the palace are the youth. Sick and older people got replaced. As a result, the prince grew up innocent without knowing human suffering. At the age sixteen, he got married to the best princess at that time and had one kid. So that was a really brief description of Buddha's life when he was still a prince. And now we will dive into the analysis and takeaways that we can learn from this. If you keep your child to innocence or protected, there will be ignorance. You should be open-minded beyond what your parents believe in. The traditional ideal things that we want to have is actually not that valuable. Material wealth is not everything in life. One time, when Buddha was still a young prince, he was on the way going to the sanctuary. He saw the sick people, elder people, dead people, and priests. He then suddenly felt miserable, realizing one day everyone he loves cannot escape sickness, aging, and death. He wants to end the cycle of that and doesn't want to achieve that state. So he wanted to find a way to escape from these three dangers. The day when his son was born, he decided to leave the palace. He felt that living a normal life is full with endless wants and suffering, and in order to end all of that, he needs to become a priest. The second takeaway is that Buddha is not doing all of this just for himself, but for people around him. He wanted to save them from the endless life cycle. This loop isn't only just about the life and the death, but it also applies to our behavior. Sometimes we repeat the same mistakes over and over again. For example, you know it is good to go to bed early, but you're just constantly on your phone, and it's already two in the morning when you look at the clock. If we are not aware of ourselves and our own behavior, then we will never be able to change these patterns. After decided to become a priest, Buddha start practicing his way to end the life cycle, nirvana or enlightenment. He was staying in one temple and learn everything really fast. Until there's no more that can be taught, and he still cannot reach that stage, so he left the temple to find a new place again. He tried a popular practice back then, which was to torture himself in various ways: gritting teeth until he sweats, holding breath until he feels headache, sitting in the sun for skin to burn, or even sitting in the water until the winter time. But although after all these practices. He still isn't enlightened nor understand the world, but he still hasn't give up with this method. He then proceeded to starve himself very badly. At one point, he realized that these practices are too strict and doesn't help at all. 
the practice should not be too strict and should not be too loose as well. He then discovered that proceeding on the middle path is the most appropriate way to reach the enlightenment stage, which later is the eightfold path, which we have already covered in the episode two and episode three. The third takeaway is actually a very important part of the Buddhist teachings. You should try to balance out your life. This can be applied to school or any situation. If you only spend time on studying and never relax, you will never be happy. Meanwhile, if you only watch YouTube or Netflix, you won't produce anything useful or move forward in life. Balance is different for everyone. You just have to decide for yourself what your balance is. As Buddha found the balance in his life, he then started eating again to have energy to focus on meditation. As he keep on meditating, with all the concentration he had put in. He was enlightened by himself and discovered the Four Noble Truths, the concept that we have covered in the first episode of the Bodhi Podcast. After the enlightenment, he travels around to spread the religion and educate people. As he travels around to teach people, he also discovered the concept of four kinds of lotus, which symbolize four kinds of people. There are people who are willing to listen and those who are not willing to. The concepts that Buddha has discovered is quite complex. Unfortunately, it is a truth that everyone in this world has different ability to understand. Four types of people or lotus were categorized based on their ability to understand the knowledge. The first category is the lotus that is already above the water. It symbolizes those who can understand the concepts since the first time they heard it, like a lotus flower that is ready to bloom when sun rises. The second one is the lotus that is about to come above the water. It symbolizes those who can understand the concepts after several time learning and practicing. Lotus flower that is ready to bloom tomorrow. The third category is the lotus under the water, which symbolizes those who can understand the concepts after putting lots of perseverance in learning and practicing over a long period of time. Like a lotus flower that is still under the water, but will eventually come up and bloom one day. And the last category are the lotus in the mud, which shows the those who are not willing to learn the concepts at all. The words just come in and out their ears, like those lotus in the mud that never get a chance to see the water or the sun. This is like in the classroom. There's always a person who understand it the moment teacher teaches something new, and there's also people who might not get it in the first time, but as they are reviewing and practicing several exercise, they will eventually understand the concepts. Then we also have another group that may need more time than others to understand, but they are willing to work hard towards the understanding. And there's the last group that doesn't care about school and not willing to learn at all. When you try to teach or help people, you need to understand that everyone is in a different condition. If you go help the one that is not willing to receive help, you will end up hurting yourself. You just have to let go and learn that although you already did your best, the results may not always come out as expected. The last takeaways of Buddha's life is when he died at the age 80. He taught all the monks that death is normal in the world. And you never really know when it will come. So you need to live every day with purpose and focus.
in the end, if looking at the life of Jesus and Muhammad, there are some similarities. They will offer wealth and power, but they reject that to spread the teachings. They all spent their life as a teacher. None of them ever say that they are God. It's just a follower that manipulated things over time. Actually, we can learn a lot by studying the real life of the religion founder. That's it for today. Here's the Buddhi podcast. Thank you so much for listening until the end and see you in the next episode. Bye.